Hello everyone and welcome to Camping Mulani. In this episode, we'll be reviewing Long Point Provincial Park. This episode is brought to you by Icebreaker, Move to Natural, Revo, NASA Born, Performance Driven, Cotopaxi, Built to Last, Sustainably Sourced, Ethically Made, Spy Optic, A Place Where Individuality Has No Bounds. Consider using the affiliated link in the description for your next purchase. You will help support future content on this channel. Thanks for your support. Long Point Provincial Park is one of those parks that Michelle and I have been dying to check out camping-wise because it's, it's a very be beautiful spot. So we decided this year to go for it and uh, grab a site head down there and uh, spend the weekend there and, and experience it and see if it's if it's the same experience we had when we were down there for beach day, for a day trip for beach uh, last year. So we went and um, we have mixed reviews of the site. If you watched that episode, you know that I was complaining about the shade. So what we're gonna do in this episode is we're gonna go through um, the overall impressions, pros and cons, and go from there. Okay, so uh, overall views. Um, from Toronto to the park itself, it took us about two and a half hours to get there. Two and a half, three hours, depending on the traffic. Um, the drive there is not all highway driven. It's all highway going into Hamilton. After that, it's it's all, it's all uh, rural streets, side streets, and all that good stuff. So country roads and uh, when we got there um, we, be, we were greeted with a very nice beach town feel to it and to be honest with you I love that feel of it because uh, lack of a better word it reminds me of Cape Cod when uh, when I went there many moons ago um, it was it just reminds me of Cape Cod because it's so nice and so be it's so beachy in the same time it's not very uh, very commercialized you know, you have you have people who live there, people who has cottages there, who's doing rentals and all that good stuff. So it's it's a great place to go to, and uh, it's a nice place to visit as well. So, so we went there for the for for three days, two nights, and uh, and it was kind of weird though because um, when we got there, we drove to the park, got to the park, check in, and after that they told us to go back one kilometer back to where we came from. The park is on the left-hand side, so you just go in there, look for your spots. They give you your your typical um, receipt to put in your car, but at the back of the back of the, the receipt itself has a barcode. You scan that barcode to get in, to get the open for the gates to open, and then you drive in. So it's different. It's a different feel to it. It's almost like a peninsula outside the park, but it's still considered park boundaries. So. Yeah, so anyway, uh, we got there and I know going into this park, we don't have a shade because all the sites that have shades, it's all fully booked. So we're like, okay, life moves on. The only thing that we didn't anticipate is uh, how hot those three days are, it's going to be. It is incredibly hot. And um, when we got there, the first thing we did is to set up the tent as we normally do. We tried to find a, t a place that we can, there's a shade to it so we don't have to be underneath the sun. But uh, that completely failed. I'll tell you guys all about that later. So we set up the tarp. The tarp itself was fine. It actually helped uh, 
keep the air, keep our site cool as much as possible. But here's the thing though, uh, because the whole campsite is all grass, uh, not grass, sorry, uh, it's all um, it's all sand. So all the uh, all the stakes and all the all, all, all the all the stakes that we used to hold our guidelines actually start coming out because it was so. It's sand, right? It's sand. Even the ones that I have, that's the, the extra long ones that's designed for loose ground and all that good stuff, it's still yanking out pretty pretty badly. So I was like, okay, whatever. So what we did is we just ended up uh, hammering the stakes so de deep enough that we can actually cover it with something to hold it into place. So it's, it is always a workaround, so it's, it's not a big deal. And uh, so as soon as that's up and running, uh, what we've also noticed as well too is the is the, the amenities. The amenities itself is pretty it's incredibly clean. Like it's super clean compared to compared to other parts that we've been to. It is incredibly clean. So it is uh, it is pretty good. Um, the site itself, uh, apologize, I'm actually at the park right now recording this episode. So the park it's uh, the, the site itself we were located, it was like I mentioned before, it was in, in a area that's outside the uh, the park the official park boundaries but uh, it is belongs to the park the provincial park but if you walk around the provincial uh, if you walk around that peninsula not peninsula it's a it's almost like a concave uh, property of the of the park itself it's kind of hard to describe but it's, it's literally a park property outside the park and um they According to the to the to the fencing and all that stuff, it's just park boundaries, but uh, but it's just outside the park, so it's a little confusing. Uh, so when uh, when when we after we set up, we ended up walking to the beach itself. So while we're walking to the beach, it was literally thirty feet away from the beach, and we when we're, while we're walking on walking towards it, we realized that uh, that there's really no shade. In the area that we were at, there are some shade. There are some trees that covers the uh, the, the 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 campsite itself, but there isn't really. That's when we realized that uh, the whole site was designed to accommodate trailers and and RVs. Don't get me wrong; some people are. Camping with tents without an RV—that's that's good. But they are the same situation as we are. We're literally underneath the sun, with no shades. So what we did is we walked around. The next day we walked around. We walked around the park, the, the park itself, and we noticed the same thing. It's the same trends. That some some areas do have shade and some don't, right? And just threw us off guard significantly because. Um, because it was so hot that for those three days it was just it was it was very uncomfortable right so at the end of the day we accepted it we moved on we complained about it but we moved on whatever <laughs> but uh yeah and uh, the good news thing about this is uh the when you walk when you get into long point provincial before you get into long point provincial park itself there's a small town like i mentioned before it's a small beach town and they have a couple of stores there that you can go and all that good stuff from the, from the site that we have to that little area where all the businesses but well, two businesses 
it's a walking distance. It's not like a, you have to drive there. We ended up driving it because it was just too hot and um, and yeah, it was just too hot, so we decided to drive. But uh, the 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 point that we turned back to our site and and the distance from there to the first store was another literally two minute walk. So we're like, ah, oh, I wish we just walked it instead of driving it. But anywho. Uh, so there we have ice creams, they have like supply shops and you can get whatever you need there. And this is typical places you go to. So it's, not, it's pretty good. Um, so it, it, that's a good part. There is two other sites inside the park itself, but they're dedicated for, again, for mostly RVers as well too, because there is a, um, there's, uh, there's hookups. It's more open, closer to the beach. We're, we're really close to the beach, but this one is actually closer to the beach. And, um. And the same situation, there's really no shade. So just, again, uh, we were kind of cough off guard in that one. Uh, next time we go there, we're probably just going to bring up a big a, an awning, like a big awning. Uh, and, uh, or a gazebo, I mean. Um, and just plop it in the middle and get everyone just to hang out there. Just to keep everything everything cooled down a bit. Um, yeah. The, what else? What else is kind of overview? Oh, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention that as well. To the, the park store, where the gate is to get in, it's pretty stocked actually. Uh, they have everything you need there. For, again, from from wood to ice to souvenirs, you name it, everything's there. And it's actually part of the bird watching trail as well too so each area of the park itself has a platform or has a plaque saying that this area here you can find this certain type of birds so it's pretty cool if you're if you're a big bird watcher this is a great place to go to so yeah okay i'm just rambling along now so let's talk about pros and cons here let's start with the cons first cons no shade based on what i saw while walking around the airs areas of shading but you do have to find it. If there's shade, people are already taking it, right? If you're planning to be close to the bathrooms, go for it because it's the, the where we were at compared to the bathrooms was literally 10 meters away. So it's not, it's pretty close. We just have to go through the park, through the, the playground area to get there. So it's not a big deal, right? The bathrooms, uh, it's there. But here's the thing though, where we stayed, just out, remember, this is a little uh, area outside the main park itself. The recycling and the uh, the garbage was literally in the front of the gate. So if you put yourself too close, you will smell the garbage and recycling. But if you're far enough, you're fine. So just keep that just. Keep that in mind. Just really keep that in mind because you don't want to be too close, right? So that's that. Uh, the other one as well too that that kind of very disappointing is the um, is the distance between the park. Uh, disappointing. That's kind of confusing. More confusing than disappointing that you have to go to the park, grab your stuff, grab your wood, then drive back a kilometer. So it it's it wasn't um, it, it was. It was a little confusing, but at the same time too, you are not officially inside the park. If you're inside the park, that's completely different. But this one, you're outside the park, so you can't just go, right? So, so it is kind of it's kind of a little confusing. It is very confusing. So if if you've never been there before, just keep that in mind. You do have to drive back and forth. 
uh, if you do, if you are staying where we are at, going into the park, you just show your ticket, then you can go in, you can do whatever you want to do inside the park and drive back. You can bike it, so if you do bring a bike, you can bike it, not a big, not a big deal. Uh, the other one as well too is the, um, is the, I don't want to see the sites, some sites. You just have to be aware that if you are planning to go there and camp, make sure that your stakes that you're going to be using to put your, uh, to hold your tent down or your, your gazebo down or a tarp down, make sure that they're long enough that, uh, that, that it doesn't come out very easily uh, because you are pretty close to like, uh, you are literally at, uh, beside the lake. The wind does blow. When the wind blows, the whole thing just, just like, the, the whole thing just affects your tents and, uh, your, and your tarp or your gazebo. You do need to stake them down. What we ending up doing is we ending up putting extra guidelines at the side of our gazebo because the whole thing is just flapping all over the place. Plus at the same time too, I did a poor job putting the, the, the tarp up. So <clears throat> that's partially my fault. But at, at the end of the day, it's just, uh, there is a lot of wind going into your site. So just be aware of that. Um, the showers are clean, but at the same time, they are showing its age. I think it's, it's very typical to all the parks that they, the infrastructure is showing showing its age. So, um, yeah, that's the only constant I have. Okay. Oh, yeah, the other con, I think I mentioned that it's a shade. Just keep an eye on that. If you are planning to go there, make sure you do, do your research properly, find out where a great spot is, then you can go there. Okay, just keep that in mind. Okay, let's talk about uh, pros here. The pros... This place is incredibly beautiful. Like, no doubt about this. People who go to this site, to this park, to this area of Ontario, is just in love with the prettiness and the, and the picturesque feel of this whole area. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just really pretty, right? Uh, the people there are super friendly. Uh, it's close enough to um, to Niagara Falls that you can literally go to Niagara Falls after your trip and come, or you can take a day trip to Niagara Falls. It's not a big deal. At the same time, too, that um, the the beach itself is super clean and super well maintained, and it's so beautiful. It's white sand beach. You know how rare that is in Ontario, getting a proper white sand beach, and uh, and if you part, if your site is pretty close to your to the beach itself, what we did is we ended up going there in the morning, set up our little beach gazebo, and we just left our stuff there and go back and forth. And it was it was it was great, and uh, it was it was just really nice to to have that option of just leaving your stuff there and being secured, and going back to your site and going back there again. So it's it's very very nice. It's very it's very cool, in my opinion, best thing ever. Um, I highly recommend doing it that way because it, again, it's a lot easier, right? <laughs> uh, what else, what else is actually nice as well too there is, uh, again, one thing that, uh, that, that coughed me off guard that I really, really enjoyed that I wish every park has. I showed it in my, uh, video, uh, if you watch the video itself, 
um, in day two, we ended up walking around, and I saw some. And I showed you guys. I uh, showed you guys a, a setup of their water faucet. Their, their, um, their, their potable water faucet, and it has a shelf. It's made of wood with a platform. You put your jug of water there. When you open it, it just flows there, so you don't have to go all the way down to the ground and messing up the ground. Reason why I'm loving this feature in this park is is if you have back problems or if you're elderly or 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 you just need you just have a heavy bucket or whatever or a small bucket I mean or small um water jug you don't want to put it in the ground and just water will go in there one you'll waste water right so you have to angle it in a way that it'll get water second is just water spilled so the whole thing becomes a pool of water and it's not very fun um, sorry, I'm just a little, bees are flying all over me, <laughs> um, sorry, um, yeah, I was saying that there's a platform there, if you have a water, a water jug that's actually very small, you don't want to put it in the ground, the whole water is just going to be all over the place, so this one brings the, uh, your jug closer to the faucet using the, um, using the, the platform, and it works perfectly. I wish every single park has this. Uh, because the last park that we went to, uh, went to before this doesn't have it. And uh, it's just very, you know, disappointing. <laughs> I'm hoping the next park that I go to has, has that. If not, again, Ontario Parks, you set a level of expectation and long point. Hopefully you have it for the rest. Again. Wishful thinking, right? So, <laughs> so that so that's one thing that I totally enjoyed. Um, the location is great. The cleanliness is great. They do clean it, uh, and um, yeah, overall I give them about an eight out of ten. No, sorry, let me phrase it because of the um, because of the confusion thing. If you're first timer, I give about seven out of ten, but with a caveat of find a proper site and you'll be then the score will go up to an eight or possibly even nine that's how good this place is right would i go back yes i will definitely go back but this time i'm going to be inside the park and see how that feels not outside but inside and if you do decide to go go before school ends before summer vacation starts, because this place do get do get booked really really fast. I tried to get a booking last year, but it was busy until uh, un until the end of September actually. So, so keep that in mind if you're planning to go there, you're planning to take a plan to go camping, make sure that you book in advance. I think this is the first one I booked when the whole when the whole uh, booking system opened up and in January, February. So this that was the first one I booked. So just keep that in mind. Uh, just be ready to uh, to fight for your site. When you get there, it's worth it because you're close to the wall, you're close to the beach. But at the same time, uh, you do have to sacrifice a few convenience like shade <laughs> if you're gonna go there. But uh, overall, I'm very, very happy with the site. Yes, I'll definitely go back there. I'll find a, a new location because I definitely wanna try different things. What I'll also do is I'll put the location of my uh, of where I stayed, our site, on the, in the description. So check it there.
And uh, yeah, that's all I have. Thank you very much. And I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, consider supporting this podcast by buying me a cup of coffee. Link in the description. You can also visit campingwithlearning.com. There you can find other episodes and links that can help you on your next camping adventures. Thanks again.